0: You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G, your podcast that becomes just a dead old toy when Andy is around. I'm your host, Mike Finkelstein. With me in the booth, as always, is...
1: I'm your buddy, Mike, and I'm going to just go uh, cover up the Andy uh, tattoo on my foot (laughs) real quick with some brown paint.
0: This week, we are covering the Toy Story series, which, I mean, after covering a bunch of horror movies, it's nice to have a palate cleanser. Although, I think (laughs) you and I both were like, we're covering what this week? But still, I'm I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean,
1: I I like it, but it was definitely when he said that, I'm like, oh, I mean, sure. Why not? Why not? Sure. It's
0: it's something that's different. It's content. Yeah, Um, Yeah. (laughs) We're covering the Toy Story series for a couple of reasons. One, it's a good series. But also we Mm -hmm. had thoughts during the sequels podcast we did a couple weeks back, and we wanted to elaborate further. But to do this, we have to, of course, get through the first movie, which is... A good movie. I'm not going to say any bad words about it whatsoever. It was one of the very first fully CGI movies we ever got. In fact, it might be the first. It's done well by Pixar. Uh, it has an interesting take on like uh, friendship and jealousy and all told from the perspective of toys that come to life with Tom Hanks and everyone's weird conservative uncle you want to hate, Tim Allen, In the lead roles, and okay, let I don't know how much we really need to discuss about the first movie because it's good. I, I don't know, I don't really have huge thoughts on it, but I will say, as much as I hate Tim Allen he had the perfect voice for Buzz Lightyear.
1: There's no other person that can do that voice. And you yeah. know, just like Woody is Tim Allen or Woody mm-hmm. is as Tom Hanks. There's no one else that can voice Woody. You know, there are some people that just they that they are who they are if they're not playing themselves as an actor or actress. Um, you know, we we can move on from this one like you said. It's a great movie. I think it's fine. Uh, you you see it's very raw in it its is CGI raw. compared to like, you know, some of the later movies uh, in the franchise and even some of the the Pixar movies that came after it, uh, but it is really quite good. Uh, but you can tell this was, um, you know, almost they, they threw this in there as a movie. I feel that like would have been almost like a, a, an audition to like, hey, this is mm-hmm. what we can do with this technology. And it had mm-hmm. to be a smash hit and, you know, good for them. Um, but the, you can definitely see the improvements they made moving forward in the movie with the quality of just the appearance of it.
0: Well, yeah, they keep most of the humans like. Like just their feet or their upper, mm-hmm. their lower bodies. You don't really see them all that much. I don't even think the mom gets seen fully until the second movie. They, they had just some very basic uh, characterizations. They use the toys because the toys are easier. To, it's like doing metal in the Iron Man movies. So much easier mm-hmm. to animate than fully CG humans, you know? Right, so it just right. doesn't look that fake. Uh, mm-hmm. The movie still does kind of look fake when you go back to it now, because it's what, 1994, right. 1996 when it was made. And the the CGI is not aged that well in comparison, but it is it was fabulous for the time. There's no underselling that. Like if they went through and remastered it, I think I'd probably lose some of its very basic charms. Like, yeah. it just wouldn't yeah. be right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that being said, it is sold on the performance of the two leads, Hanks yeah. and Tim Allen. Uh, Mm -hmm. I hate Tim Allen, but like I wouldn't recast him here just like I don't think you can recast him for Galaxy Quest. His persona Uh, is perfect.
1: Wow, man. We could talk about that movie one day, too. I (laughs) love that movie. (laughs) So
0: good. Uh, But no, the second one. So you and I have discussed this off Mm -hmm. microphone uh, and we we alluded to that in the sequels podcast. But yes, the second one is my favorite of the three. Uh, and until I talked to you about it, it was the weaker one for you. You like mm-hmm. number three better. Now I think your thoughts have evolved, but let's let's hear your basic thoughts on it first.
1: So I, I enjoyed this movie when I first saw it. And the, the thing about this, I'm I'm pretty sure that I saw this movie not that long before i saw three i didn't see this one when it first came out i'm looking when did three come out uh 2010 it was maybe late 2000s maybe even a few weeks even before the third one come out my wife was like hey we got to go see toy story 3 in the theater i'm like okay i never saw a second one she's like the the
0: tim allen grunt
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i'm like all right i guess we're, we're watching that now and and it was fine but i guess like you know, 15, 16 years whatever later it was like okay this this is fine and then when I got to see the third one which we'll talk about next like that tied mm-hmm. the story together for me and at the time mm-hmm. I was like damn this is really good mm-hmm. uh, but but upon re-watching them after I did not give this movie enough credit the first time I think you make a great point that we talked about off mic with, which uh, I was the, say. with the villain yeah. uh, of this movie being much more compelling than Lotso in the third one Um, you know prospector and and shout out to Kelsey Grammer for an amazing amazing job as Mm -hmm. as the prospector in the second movie i thought his voice casting was perfect Perfect. Um, and a a bit of like you know a twist there at the end because you almost feel like the whole time like he's the good guy helping out and then at the end you see the heel turn you're like oh i didn't quite see that coming but i get it and Mm -hmm. it just Mm -hmm. it does really well on a lot of levels It introduces some other characters into the franchise um that became yeah, that became Maystays, uh, you know, with uh, Jesse, the other uh, the rootin' tootin' cowboy girl or whatnot, um, and and a few others that just really stuck around and and just really made this franchise what it is. So upon mm-hmm. rewatch review, this is I'm, – I'm not going to say that it's still better than the third one for me because I thought that was the perfect end to a trilogy for these characters, and I hate the fourth one for that. Uh, but I think this is very good
0: and much better than I gave it credit for the first time around. So I – My issue with three, which we'll touch upon more in detail there, but is Mm -hmm. it all stems from number two, which I saw when it came out. And then, you know, these were the two toy stories I had for, what, almost a decade. Mm -hmm. Um, And the problem I have with it is that the second movie is all about Woody being like getting a tear in his arm and realizing he's going to fall apart one day and Mm -hmm. learning that, you know, maybe being with Andy isn't what I want, only to then be confronted by toys that never got played with having a wistful moment and realizing, wait, I got to actually fill a life and help a kid out. And I liked that. And mm-hmm. because of that, his his growth there, he realizes all he wants to do is be Andy's toy. And right. that's that's like a, a huge character moment for him. And mm-hmm. the third movie is about Andy deciding he's, it's time for him to move on from toys and Woody just being like, well, okay, let's go move on to a new kid instead. Like that's, <laughs> the, 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 Like there's more to that movie than that. But that's basically yes. what happens in the end, is Andy's like, oh, I guess we can move on to a new one then. And it's <laughs> like, uh, they, they, and they devote themselves to that girl, and that's great, although we're going to talk about that as well. <laughs> but um, it seems to violate the whole growth lesson that he got from the second movie. Are you a toy who wants to be played with, or are you Andy's toys? And if in the third movie, instead of going to the girl, he'd gone to Andy's kids that would feel like less of a violation of the character growth he had than anything else they did.
1: Understand that view. I think that's definitely, I, I can appreciate it And I think it's mm-hmm. a good point. Um, and I think what, what gets me uh, at the end is the way he gets that one last play with Andy at the end before he goes away to college. And the way Andy, you know, gifts the toys uh, to the little girl, I think is a moment also that Woody can take as understanding, like, hey, it was great. You know, even the little line at the end, that's so long, partner. Like, he knows he had a good life with Andy, but Andy's moving on. Now he knows he has to move on as well. Uh, and I think that is. Almost a little bit more uh, character development that he got in the second one. You know, understanding that he'd wanted to, he wanted to—he is a toy. He wants to be Andy, so he wants to be with Andy. Um, and he—he kind of understands that, like you know, he has a purpose to bring joy to children, not just necessarily. Andy and I think he understands that a little bit more at the end. But I mean, in reality, though, I mean, how can the scene with the claw and the fire not get you, dude? I almost oh, cried uh, in the theater, uh, and I was like a thirty-year-old uh, guy, dude.
0: <laughs> it it uh, got me. I thought they uh, were going. I was. They, they weren't. Gonna, I, I, was I, I just knew deep down they weren't going to burn. I'm like, no, that's not. That's not <laughs> happening. I don't. Man, eh. no, it didn't pull my heartstrings the way it did for the people. But here, so here's You
1: knew thing. it wasn't ending that way. I, I know. It wasn't, it it wasn't been, they, weren't, they
0: weren't going no. out like a bitch. Okay. <laughs> but no, like so here's here's my thing the third movie is about uh Andy wanting to keep Woody like wanting to get rid of the rest of his toys so Andy already proved he wanted to be like keep Woody like right. let's underline and emphasize that right now Andy yeah. wanted uh, Woody to be with him Okay, mm-hmm. But when he is an honorable guy, that's in his character, aside from uh, uh, repeatedly trying to assassinate Bud Lightyear in the first movie, like he, <laughs> he, he almost he, succeeding a couple couple times. <laughs> he was a very honorable toy in general. So yeah. he wants to honor his friends. He wants all of them to go with Andy. And when the toys act, who get put up in the attic accidentally get thrown to be donated elsewhere. So Andy was going to keep the rest of them, kind of, but not entirely. Exactly. Um, yeah. It became this thing where woody had to save them so they all including woody get donated to a child care center uh mm-hmm. and then they have to go through the nightmare of that before almost getting thrown away and burned and blah 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 at an incineration <laughs> plant uh for them to come back and all of what andy went through basically becomes well i guess we can get given away some other kid really really yeah. you went through all of this and you're like nah, i'm okay with big donations, girl now the girl's cute and andy's motivation is great and i get everything you're saying but it still doesn't work for me. And the reason it really doesn't work for me is because Toy Story 4 is a piece of shit. Oh um, my and, God. That, <laughs> and is, that
1: is the biggest piece of garbage. I hate it. And my wife and I fight over this. She likes
0: it. I think it's terrible. It was it, it, it exists. But yeah. it's, it's nice. Like Woody... Uh, gets lost on a camping trip with the girl, and he yes. meets Bo Peep and Yay, and the other toys go back to find him. And he's like, Nah, bro, I'm good. I got a girl now. <laughs> <laughs> bros yeah. before bros. Um, like yep. but my my thing is, imagine if Andy had given the toys to his gr- like his kid, so they mm-hmm. they was inherited, and they could still see Andy, but they realized they had a personal connection to him and his kid. They've been given mm-hmm. to the girl instead. And mm-hmm. so when Andy, when Woody gets lost, he has no desire to go back. Why would he? It's just a girl. She's a sweet mm-hmm. girl, but she's just a girl. There's no growing up with her the same way. Hell, was it takes place a year later or something? He hasn't had that much big. time with her. Yeah, not the mm-hmm. twenty fucking years that he went with Andy. And the toy is old. <laughs> he probably got it from Andy's dad. So there was this whole like growth into Andy. So. Mm-hmm he's fine with being let go because Toy Story 3 said, well, you don't need to be with Andy anymore, so why be with this other fucking girl? Who cares? Like, yeah. if he'd been passed off to Andy's kid and then got lost, he'd fight to go back Them He'd drag Bo Peep with him. The two of them yeah. would get inherited. Like, this doesn't, it doesn't work. It violates his character and the storyline.
1: And, and just like you really feel like you know the whole message of these first three movies and this is what really pissed me off was like mm-hmm. you know woody's like we're gonna do this together we're gonna be together we may get put in the attic but at least we'll be together and yep. yada 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 and then at the end like you said he's like oh i'm with Bo. you guys be good we're gonna go rescue other misfit toys at a fucking carnival somewhere or something yeah. i just like just it's really? it, I hate that this movie did so well. I try to (laughs) like it. I like it for what it is. I like Pixar movies. My wife's a Disney fan. I watch Disney. I think as itself, it's a fine movie. If you name this anything besides Toy Story 4 maybe like you know Woody's final chapter or something and not mm-hmm. tied this into being the fourth part of ruining what to me was the perfect trilogy for these characters it would I could accept it more but I, I hate this movie so much just for what it did
0: <laughs> sorry you're saying if you aimed did anything else and it, we just done a Nightmare on Elm Street podcast like a few minutes ago <laughs> even though it's gonna air a week later and in my head I heard two titles <laughs> Woody's Dead the Final Nightmare and then Wes Craven's <laughs> New Toy story i'm like oh my god i'd watch both of those (laughs) i would i would watch that (laughs) i would
1: watch that it's like i i i i guess it's fine at the end of the day you know woody gets some closure he 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 definitely missed bo bo was a big part of the first movie Mm -hmm. and she just kind of disappears after that like you know you see him like you know, when in the second movie, when they're like, you mean like one of the toys says, you mean like Bo? And he's like, yeah, yeah, like Bo, we go miss Bo. And then he gets to be with her again and whatnot. And that's fine. Yeah. Um, but you you mm-hmm. took a character that was all about togetherness and family and mm-hmm. sent him after a piece of tail.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's totally if Dominic Toretto at some point was like, no, I don't care about cars anymore, bro. I'm going to go hang out with yeah. this chick. Like, really? yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah no I, I don't I don't. This
1: is about family and it's not anymore. <laughs> it's
0: not about family. It's about pussy. So we're good. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. like porcelain exactly. pussy, but pussy, like
1: <laughs> crisp and clean. Mm. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I mean, I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> I, I will say though, like you know, in, and I'm seeing—is it in here? Um, yes. You know, they, I guess they don't have it. They have Bud Light, your Star and Lightyear is also part of this franchise. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I was I gonna. I do enjoy uh in between Toy Story Three and Four is Thank the you. little short they did. Of, Two of them, um, actually. Yeah, I enjoyed that one where you know the the little lizard when they're at the motel and the tr- the car breaks down. I thought that was cute, and I could accept that as like you know a story of these characters after they go to be with Bonnie and whatnot. And and I, I would have lived just fine if you made that like just like a little one-off thing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to make a whole nother fourth movie, Pixar, you don't miss a lot of things for me. This was a miss.
0: Yeah, there's, it's, it's interesting to look at what else they have. There's a weird few different things that they added to the series. There's like Toy Story Treats, which was a series of shorts that no one, I don't even think it's been like added to the DVDs. So good Mm -hmm. luck finding them. Uh, Maybe they were, but no one cares. Uh, Buzz Mm Lightyear of Star Command, I know had its fans for the one year that it was on with Tim Allen Mm -hmm. reprising the role. Uh, Toy Mm -hmm. Story Toons, which was another one that was just an animated supplement but then you have, like, oh my god, there's like Forky asks a question. No one cares about Forky, Disney Plus. Stop trying to make it a fucking thing. But the... Um, uh, like, uh,
1: <sighs> whatever, whatever when it comes
0: to him. <laughs> right, no, fuck Forky. But, um, yeah. Toy Story of Terror is the one you're thinking of. Yes, and then, yes. Yeah, the Toy Story that Time Forgot, where he the, he goes over for with a play date with what's-her-face, uh, mm. and they, like, they play with some dinosaur toys. Both of those are cute. They're fine. Yeah. I mean, if that was how they wanted to extend the franchise out from this point forward, I would have been okay. It's Toy Story 4 that ruins it.
1: I would have been fine with that. You know, show me, you know, a little half hour or a holiday mm-hmm. snippet every couple years of these characters. Like, what you doing now? How are things going? And, and I would have been fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, I mean, you, I
0: gotta hate 4. <laughs> yeah, four is, 4 is no. And they're making a fifth one. Like, uh-huh. why? Like, no, everyone's already proven that they don't care that much about the franchise because Lightyear... Bombed. it just it just bombed see okay so they they're like why did this bomb why is, why, why didn't it make money what it's a toy story movie why didn't it do it? well first off it's not a toy story movie secondly no yet. one can explain what the fuck the plot is of this movie it's buzz lightyear but it's not buzz lightyear but it's kind of him and he inspires the toy that woody plays with but it's not but it is and i'm like i don't i already don't know what the fuck you're doing and you didn't bring Tim Allen back for the voice which i get Tim Allen is a douche but you don't have Buzz Lightyear without Tim Allen.
1: Mm-hmm. And, you know, to, to not you know harp on what we did before with the podcast and and I'm sure you can't have Freddie, you know, no, no no disrespect to Jackie Earl Haley without, you know, Robert Unglin. So yeah. how, how do you have Buzz Lightyear without Tim Allen? I mean, right? they, they, they go don't. hand in hand. You just don't.
0: No. And I think that, like, as much as Chris Evans is a great actor, mm-hmm. uh, I think anyone who watched the trailer was like, that's not Buzz Lightyear's voice, was immediately turned off. They just don't care. Like, and that's yeah, what did it for me. I, yeah. I
1: watched this movie once on Disney Plus because we have that, and mm-hmm. I don't. I it, it was forgettable. <laughs> it yeah. just was.
0: You have to think. Chris Evans. I don't. He's not a comedian. He's mm-hmm. he's a comedic actor at times. He was fantastic in. Mm-hmm a fucking not another teen movie and as the human torch and mm-hmm. he gets some really good slimy moments in knives out. But like oh, that's I was
1: gonna say knives out yeah. is one of his better performances that people yeah. don't give him credit for. And I'm yeah. glad you saw that. That's a great yeah, movie.
0: No, absolutely. He's great as the heel. But mm-hmm. it's, he's he's working off of a script. It's his 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 like like nods and his body language and the way he does things, he adds sliminess to it. But he's mm-hmm. very much obviously reading off of the script that they gave him. Like, mm-hmm. he's not like Tim Allen, where you just give him something and he's going to, as a comedian, improv the shit out of it until it works. I imagine if they had just brought Tim Allen in to play Buzz Lightyear for this movie, he would have looked at the script and found a way to make it funnier.
1: Yeah, now, and and I'm, and I'm not – I am not in any way, shape, or form going to give Tim Allen the kind of chops that, like, you know, Robin Williams would get. No, 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 no. At all. But no, I no, think no. – Tim Allen is talented enough to a degree to see this and be like, you know what, maybe this character that I've played for fucking 30 years would be better off doing this and yeah. maybe putting a little of his emphasis and, and inspiration into it. And y- you didn't. And this... this to go from $1 billion in Toy Story 3 and $1 billion in Toy Story 4, and however much million dollars and billion dollars that the franchise makes off Disney Plus, whatever, this was a shit show and it barely was. encompassed its budget of $200 million. Yeah.
0: No, yeah. Well, and you like, okay, so why does Tim Allen have the ability to do that? Well, yeah. he did eight years of home improvement. Mm-hmm. He did, after, while doing that, fucking three Santa Claus movies, and he's doing a Santa Claus TV series. And he did, in and around like the later half of this time, that. Sitcom, no one liked. But about like the dude who had three daughters and a wife, and yeah. it wasn't called Man of the House, but it was basically Man of the House. Like, yeah. like that. He has done sitcoms most of his career. He mm-hmm. will take a script, like any good sitcom actor will do, and he will add his own sauce to it because you, in a sitcom, you don't just read the lines; you find the way to be the character because it's it's your vehicle. You've mm-hmm. got to make it work.
1: So and and these actors like him, who's worked on sitcom in in the early 90s with with, uh, Home Improvement was in front of that live studio audience. So he mm -hmm. knew how to get that crowd going. He knew he knew how to time things and, you know, to make things funny that had no right to be funny. Like (laughs) like, he'd milk it. He'd milk it. Yeah. Yeah. But but that's what made it almost endearing to an extent. Mm -hmm. And, And you take this 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 voice who's iconic for this one character and you know no no shade on Chris Evans he's a great actor has some great things he, that he does but he's not Buzz Lightyear he's not my mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear and I've and, you know this won't be remembered it's already
0: forgotten it's already like yeah we were going to the Toy Story series and, and, and in the back of my mind I heard this tiny voice go don't forget Lightyear and I'm like can't I <laughs> shouldn't I, I isn't that allowed
1: <laughs> when I saw that was on the list, I'm like, I, I wonder if we're talking about. This. I'm not going to say let's talk about like, it, but if I he
0: believe, wants to, I will. <laughs> I believe we've talked about Lightyear longer than we talked about the rest of the
1: fucking well, I think that, well, well, you and I do a lot of horror, and we can we can you know show our love for horror. But when it comes <sighs> to like you know a train wreck of a movie, I think we can also lay into okay. that a
0: little. Bit. Well, it's easier to pile on. You you look at like Toy Story, good movie. What mm. do we have to say about it? Well, it's a good movie. I mean, I don't really have a lot that I can say about it because there's nothing to critique. There's nothing Mm -hmm. weird. It's a strange movie if you just take it on its own. Toys that come to life? Well, that's Mm -hmm. odd. But it's just... It, we're so used to the concept now I have nothing to add to it But yeah. you look at a bad movie You're like, well, let's just pile on to this piece of shit
1: Yeah, yeah. you know, you should have seen this <laughs> coming Directors and producers I mean, you <laughs> knew what you were getting in for When you made this piece of shit So you might as well let us talk about it
0: Yeah, clearly Angus uh, McClain Who both wrote uh, co-wrote and directed this movie Should have known that a couple of years down the road You and I were going to make a podcast for berating yeah. I mean, that's just, I, that was just on the table, wasn't it?
1: If this reaches his ears I could do nothing but <laughs> <with> smile <laughs>
0: Uh, Well, this has been Not to Lie from Asteroid G. Clearly fans of everything in Toy Story, except, you know, everything that came after Toy Story 3. I'm your host, (laughs) Mike Finkelstein.
1: And I'm the other Mike. You guys have a good one. We'll catch you next time.
0: Yeah, we can... (laughs) We, we can get some good info on the toy stories, which is completely different from the Nightmare series altogether.
1: <laughs> Does Mrs. Moon want to join this one because she's got feelings? Nah, she's
0: she's good. If it was how I, met, oh, how I met your mother, if it was how to dream your dragon, I could probably drag her in for that. She'd be like, what, you're covering what? Let me talk about Toothless for three hours. <laughs>